What's going on? What's up, y'all? We're back at it. We got the legendary guest, Connor Forbrook, with us. What's up, Forbes? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. It's a beautiful day looking outside Spinney's window. People are out and about in the cities. It's warm. We're going to have a nice little bonfire tonight. It's going to be... Man, I'm jealous of you guys. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. You're thanks welcome. Thanks for the invite. Hour and 20 minutes away looking guy. I would have totally drove there. That is Cap. This guy, this guy, Freddy Boss, is the biggest capper on the planet. That is Cap. It and, is Cap. Uh, on, that, on the note of capping, shout out to the other Jack, the non-capping Jack. Did you know, Spinny, episode 59 is also another Jack. Did you know that? Probably didn't. Jack Ham or what? Jack Ham. Wow, you you do know your NFL history. I'm proud of you. Only sometimes. Only on Tuesdays, you know. I probably wouldn't have gotten that if you quizzed me on that. So, shout out to you, episode 59. Jack Ham, linebacker. So, I get an extra point? So, I get an extra point? No. No. No no points for you. You got to earn that fair and square. Come okay. trivia time. Also Thursday. We're going to start this episode out. It is Thursday. MLB update. But it's always Tuesday, if you know what I mean, Hardys and Hardos. MLB update. Let's get to it. I don't think they know what that means. <laughs> We're going to go through a bunch of stuff here. We're kind of just going to talk what's happening throughout the season thus far. Here are the AL standings for our audio listeners. The leader of the East is the Tempe Rays. The leader of the Central is your very own Minnesota Twins. And the leader of the West is the Texas Rangers. Spinney and Forbrook, what do you all think about these standings? I mean, obviously, the first thing that pops out to me, honestly, is how freaking good the Baltimore Orioles are to start the season. 15 games. Does that stand out to you? That stands out to you, huh? You like that? You like that? I know know you picked them to be good, but Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. good, Spinney? Do you think they'd be this good? No, you didn't. We had them. We had them. We had him in the offs. Let's go. You did have him in the playoffs, but 15 games over 500 at this point in the season. Did you envision this good of a start? No, probably not, if I'm being honest. But they're balling, and I knew they were going to be balling. Maybe not quite this good, but I knew they were going to be balling. Uh, how about our, our frisky Detroit Tigers? How do we feel about them? The frisky second place in the division, Detroit Tigers. Second place in the division, 20 25. Just looking across all the divisions, they'd be dead last in the East and second to last in the West. Only ahead of, wow, the 10 and 41 Oakland A's. Are you kidding me? Are you, you kidding me? If you wanted to get the Tigers right now to win the AL Central, you, what is get, it them at? At, you get them at 20 to 1 right now. That, that popped up right away. 20 to 1. Doesn't that seem it's like. Getting- in value. And same with the Orioles. You can get them at 10 to 1 to win the AL East. 10 to 1? Right. And like they still have the Blue Jays at plus 650 right now. Jeez. So they must think that the Toronto is going to make somewhat of a mid to late season push here. Because they already, they got a big hole they're in. That's crazy that. I mean, we could potentially see. Yanks. Do the Yanks have worse odds to win the East? No, Yankees, no best. Were, Yankees were the second, second best. Boston's got to have the worst, Boston, right? Yeah, Boston's 27-1. What are – I'm interested. You got all the odds up. What are – what's Cleveland's odds to win the Central? Because that might be another sneaky one. Cleveland is plus 460. The Twins are yeah. neg – almost – they're neg 290. So, I mean, basically – They basically think that our starting pitching is going to keep us – Keep it up. Enough. Some of these yeah. other teams are just going to lose too many games. And like the the bats are going to get hot, right? Especially you look at the at run, some point. You look at the run differential too. It's like we're kicking the crap out of like. I mean, we're plus forty five is still like pretty dang good compared to the rest of the league. Facts. 
Oh yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> look at the look at the A's run differential minus one eighty three. Are you kidding me? On pace that to be the, the third worst MLB team of all time. And I'm the Cleveland Spiders of eighteen ninety nine and the Pittsburgh Algonies of eighteen ninety. The Pittsburgh Algonies ninety. You can name any players on that team. You win trivia for life. Facts. <laughs> Anyone, if anyone has an Algonies jersey, I need to cop that. What is an Algony? Someone, someone tell me. I don't know. Oh, you guys don't know either? Okay. No. I thought maybe I was just dumb. I don't know what the hell oh, that is. No, I mean, I think it's, it looks to me over here like it's the name of the county that Pittsburgh is in. Possibly. Possibly. So unconfirmed. But... At least the, spi- the Spiders, they should bring that back. Yeah, the Spiders, that's a lit name. I don't know what this is. Um, also, though, the Rangers, 31 and 18, 112 run differential. The Rangers, really. Did, did we see this coming? I'm going to pull the same thing you did for the oh, Orioles. Nice. That was my sleeper nice. team, man. I called that. Come on. This good, no, though? Better no. than the Astros? Definitely not better than the Astros. Definitely did not envision that happening. But I do think that might uh, that might even out throughout the rest of the season. I mean, what, we're 50 games in roughly, a little over, looks like. Almost a third of the way. Yeah, about a third of the way. Well, y'all, let's jump to that now, huh? Let's do it. The Braves are leading the East, the Brewers are leading the Central, and the Dodgers are leading the West. Uh, One thing that definitely pops out to me is the Padres all the way in fourth in that division. Uh, I think... Didn't me, you, and Brendan, Spinny, all of us have the Padres winning that division? Yeah. Yep. Man. But they have the That's second they have the second least run scored in the AL. Like, what are we talking about? We we never thought their pitching was gonna be that that great. So, like, I and their pitching's been okay. Runs allowed 199. That's you know, top three for sure in the NL. So it's like it's the opposite that's happening. And it's like at, at some point, the bats, like, you better hope with all those names that they can get some more runs in the fourth than they've been putting up. Yeah. I mean, Xander is only batting like 250, 260. That's pretty low for his standards. Uh, Soto took a while to get going. He's starting to heat up a little bit now, but he really struggled at the beginning of the year. Machado has done nothing. Uh, another one of their bats, Jake Cronenworth, he's done nothing. Uh, so that's it's definitely surprising. See, one ninety two. I mean, they only have been back. Who? Tatis. Tatis? Been since he's been back. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, five more runs though than the Marlins. That's crazy. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Like, definitely like, not a good start for them. We're spending on our lineup, and and that's the production we're getting. How um, much like, money you're spending on your first four dudes? Like, yeah. Yeah. If you look at, you look at how many runs they've given up too across the. The map in the NL, it's, I mean, neg seven uh, run differential with that many runs scored is insane. Yeah. I think they should be able to snag a wild card spot if they resembles any kind of hitting in the second half of the year. I mean, some of those, those guys are just going to have to produce. And nobody else in the in the West has been unbelievable either. I mean... The Dodgers have maybe exceeded expectations a little, but they kind of are still a little bit of what they used to be. So I don't, I'm not too surprised by that. Um, Milwaukee's neg run differential. That's a little nutty. Five games over 500 with the yeah. negative run differential. Yeah, and then then you look at the next three, and they're all positive. Yep. Yeah, that's a little and weird. The Cardinals, pretty- Cardinals, six games below 500. St. Louis Cardinals, huh? After, yeah, they, after Goldschmidt and Arenado last year, just both going absolute dummy mode. Their Same. pitching hasn't been there to start the year. No. I mean, they've got 263 runs scored, which is second in the NL. But, yeah. Again. 249 looks like second worst, roughly. Yeah. In the NL. Yeah. Not, not good. The NL is actually really balanced, though. Just looking at this, the worst team. Um, percentage-wise, is 21 and 29. Your Reds, obviously, everyone figured they'd be bad, but that's not that bad of a a percentage this far through the season. I feel like everything's pretty balanced here. 
Yeah, St. Louis, so they got them at two to one to win the center right now. So they, they're expecting them to come back around, maybe that pitching and get them back in it. Yeah, I think it'll come back around. What do the other division odds look like? Can we just talk about that quick before I move on? Yeah, the yeah, Braves, the, they got the Braves at neg 500 right now. So basically, them cleaning up the next best is the Mets at six to one, which makes sense. And then they got the Dodgers at neg 500 too. Padres at seven to one. So 500. Oh my. Yeah. So basically, they think those are wrapped up with. Yeah, pretty much locks. It is crazy to say that only a third of the way in. I feel like. But. Yeah. But you know the I mean, <laughs> it's tough to it's bet the Dodgers. the Dodgers, man. Right. Right. They're always gonna have like a hundred wins. Even though Spinny, Brendan, and I all bet against them. <laughs> yeah, we did. Probably dumb. At least to lose the division. I think we all had them in the playoffs at least. But here are your batting leaders, y'all. Louisa Rise. No. Three seventy one. Three seventy one. He's balling. Please. Ronald Acuna is on some sort of tear to start this season, too. Third and bad average at 330 and also has 20 stolen bases already. That is absurd. We're loving this stolen base rule stuff, too, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. It's 26 late. steals for the leader, Asteria Ruiz, already. Like, yeah. insane pace. I wonder, like, what? I get 70 steals. Yeah, I was going to say, that's easily a 70 steal pace right there. I mean, when's the last time something like that's happened? Long 20 time. years at least, probably. Like, is my guy Ricky the last guy? <laughs> like, probably is, honestly. Crazy. Adolis, though. Look at this man. Like, 49 ribbies already. We're loving that on one of my fancy teams. Yeah, he's been balling. Jordan Classic doing his thing. Pete, oh. Pete Alonzo. I mean. 18 bombs. Always going to be mashing. Just bombs. Probably the home runs are favorite already. <laughs> is he hitting 50 bombs this year? Let's hear it. Yes or no? Mm, 49 wow. and a half. 49 and a half. I, wow. I lean no, but he's on good. What, what's his pace is probably. Yeah, he's on pace he's for on almost pace. 60. For it. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yes. I think he gets there. No. Uh, yep. Jokes. He's on the Mets. Hell is jokes. Oh, come on. Last month, he probably only hit, like, two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it gets 48-49. Just misses it. Stuff for him. What, anything else? I mean, I feel like this is actually, like, kind of expected. There's not really – other than the names we've already said, everybody else is, like, a big name. Like, you'd kind of expect them to be up there in all these leaders. I guess Jorge Soler, he's pretty old to be balling out like that. 15 home runs already. Aaron Judge, just wait, just wait for him to go like dummy mode one month and get like 12 home runs, and all of a sudden the Yankees are are balling. So, I mean, he's only four back, but it feels like he get it four in like a weekend and be right back. Yeah. In it. it feels like he hasn't really even done anything, and exactly. yeah, he's already top five in home runs. Unreal. We'll jump to the pitching leaders now. Look at all these twins, y'all. This is amazing. This never happens. This never. This happens. is unreal. ERA, Sonny Gray, strikeouts, number one. Pablo Lopez, yeah, number one. Pablo Lopez fifth in strikeouts. There's got to be someone else. Oh, and then Joe Ryan, second tied for second in wins with seven, seven and one. This is unreal. I mean, we got other than quality starts and saves, we have one in every category. Do you guys remember when uh, Rocco was getting a lot of heat the last couple of years for not letting his pitchers go uh, too long and every. He was taking everyone out early. Well, the Twins this year are leading the like the rotation guys are leading the league in innings and um, win probability added, and then they're second in ERA. And so, I mean, Ooh. Rocco's making adjustments. Rocco's making. I mean, the guys are basically being like Rocco. You can't take us out, which they've been that good. So. The bullpen's just been letting us down. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I think it's a little yeah. bit of the combo of our pitchers being so good to start the year and our bullpen being absolutely brutal. I don't think he really has a choice but to let our starters go a little longer than he'd like to. No, and overwork can't be like a valid excuse anymore. I mean, because our guys are getting like the most innings, so like they're not they're not having to do these four or five inning uh, relief appearances and then having to pitch the next day. It's not it's not like that they're anymore. They're just crappy. 
we got Duran and then it's a bunch, we got a bunch of arms. We don't really got many bullpen guys that are quality that you can rely on. So, and you know, we, we only, we, we got that, uh, that 38 year old Joe Davis or something two years ago. And then we, we didn't get a single arm. We, we re-signed Pagan and it's like, well, you kind of get what you pay for it. <laughs> Pagan, sweet. Love having that guy on our team. And he's, he's okay, but. Come on. What do you want more at the trade deadline, a bat or a relief pitcher? I think the bats will come around enough that I think the bats will be fine. The bats need to pick it up, too. <laughs> the, the rotation, guys. I mean, we're having – we always just begged for Literally. our starting – we begged for years we for our starters to be it. good. And all of a sudden, we got three guys that are two in the Cy Young conversation. I mean, two in the top four, like probably this top Cy Young conversation. And then you got another that is – just as good on most days. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just ranting now about the Twins. but <laughs> I agree. What do you think, Bus? Bullpen. No, I agree. Bullpen. Yeah. Bullpen. Uh, we still have, you know, some of our bigger names like Correa and Buxton. Bat average-wise, haven't done anything. I expect them to start picking up at least Correa. Um, I mean, that's what he's known for, at least, you know, 280 to 300 average pretty much every single year of his career. Um, so I'd expect him to get back up there. And plus – Think about all the guys we have in the minors that if our vets don't pick it up, we could call up. You know what I mean? Like, we have so many good batting prospects in the minors. I mean, we're about to see Royce Lewis here in a couple weeks get called up here. He's finally healthy. And May 29th, I believe, is his, he's eligible to be activated. I'm sure it'll be probably a week or so after that. But we have options in the minors for batters. But we don't have options anywhere for bullpen. All right. Yeah. I, I would even say – we get a couple guys. Those guys don't. They they come. They're a little bit expensive come that time, but you almost got to pay up for a couple quality guys if you get this good of a rotation. It's the MLB. Yeah. Pay them whatever they want. Yeah. It's the freaking baseball. No, no salary cap. Like especially the one time that your team has actually got good pitching, the thing you need to win the most. Like spend a little bit on a relief pitcher or two, and like let's have a real shot of winning in the playoffs. Please. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, at least already re-signed Pablo Lopez. That was nice to see. True. Otherwise, yeah, you might have to convert some of these starters then to back end close or back end like relievers for the, the playoffs and like because they're just not getting it done. Like who? Like like Barlin maybe or Barlin might be he might be starting for us. He I mean he's because well like ideally you would say in the playoffs, you know, in the playoffs three true, three true, true. Probably. Yeah. probably. Yeah, maybe a guy like Varland. Who knows? Varland. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Who's another guy that? I mean, Ober. I mean, Ober. Yeah, there you go. Ober would he's probably kinda, be. He was always that long, long reliever kind of backup option if the starter got pulled early. Well, I do think Kenta, once he is healthy, he should be in the bullpen too because, like, he's clearly not worked his arm up enough to be a starter. And he was only our what? He was our fifth, anyways, the way it was. So let him get in the bullpen and regain his confidence, and that would definitely help our bullpen as well. Do we know when Kenta is coming back? I have no idea, honestly. I have not really looked into him too much. I was pretty disappointed uh, in his performance before he got hurt. So when he got hurt, I was just like, whatever, who cares? Plus, he yeah. didn't play at all last year, right? Like a single game, right? Yeah, he didn't play a single game last year. No, I don't. I don't believe Forbes backed me up. No, he did not. Yeah. No. But, yeah, it looks like he'll be should be back within the next month or two before the All Star break. So that'll be a good guy to have back. We like what we're looking at with the Twins, though, compared to most years. I hope we're 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 praying the bats are going to pick it up. Is Carlos Craig going to pick it up? Connor? Well, he's hurt now. He can't pick up anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he was for as good as he was last year, and I I was very happy the Twins resigned him because those kind of guys just don't come around that often. Those two-way, I don't know, those two-way all-star <clears throat> type players. I mean, Minnesota does – you're going to have to homegrow them a lot of the times. But he has been just brutal to start this year, and he's got the injuries, and everyone was – I mean, he had the Mets and the Giants that both had contracts signed, I guess, and then 
some injury bugs or I don't know. They were they were scared of the medical um, history. Yeah, his so. ankle or something, I think. So I don't know. It's kind of a, a sketchy situation knowing we got to pay him $170 million over the next five years. I mean, we're already paying, I don't know what his total was. We're paying Buck damn near $20 million a year to play less than 100 games. <laughs> so as long as he's at least playing games, unlike Buxton, I'm going to be – decently happy with it and okay with it honestly and plus like who else are we even paying like he's pretty much the only guy that's up there you're right you're right we this, we don't have many guys we are paying but i don't know we gotta pay him for that for five years and he's gonna only get older and more brittle hey yeah that's true i oh, do have another question oh, for you scared. Guys, I don't know the, the way the two teams got out on him just that easily and then the twins are just like yep we'll sign him up and i was i was happy about it initially but <laughs> I am getting. I am getting scuffed. Okay. Third option, discount, at least, but yeah, yeah, we did get a discount. That's true. Third option, you love. You gotta love being the, someone's third option. That's awesome. <laughs> Bustler, I have a number one. Gotta love being someone's third option. That's what I heard. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> I have to ask y'all one more twins question. It just came to my mind. Can't. I feel like batting wise, third base is our weakest spot. Right now, we we had Miranda there. We had to put him back down because he was struggling. Uh, Farmer's playing that position a lot. Uh, obviously, he's more of a utility guy. He's not your everyday starter. Um, what do you guys think is our answer for third base? Do we need to go trade for somebody, or are we going we gonna to force Royce Lewis to be a third baseman? I feel like that might be our best option is Royce. What about... In terms of a guy that would be an everyday starter, because Farmer can fill in there for sure but I'm not trying to see him there every single day. What about Carlos Correa? He's like pretty much locked in at short. Don't, don't you what think? Or would you... At short? But yeah, you could. I mean, Correa is obviously our best yeah. defender. So do you, would you rather have your best defender at third or at short? I don't know. I feel like Carlos Correa could play anywhere in the infield and he could, he can make it look really easy. So I think I'd rather have him at third. And then if Royce is comfortable at short, but yeah. you do kind of want your your best play at short, so yeah. Unless Royce, if was... Royce could play third, that'd be excellent. But probably I think, second base. But I think they have no choice but to rotate those guys through third, unless we just go get somebody or Miranda could pick it up and get called back up. But Miranda's not a very good fielder, though. Like, I think Miranda, his time with the Twins is done. <laughs> You think so? You're I out on I, I kind of am, Ooh. and I was all in on him. Wow! I he, his swing looks. He just looked not good. He didn't look like an MLB. It didn't look like an MLB hitter, and it kind of looked like they figured him out pitching wise. Yeah, they got more. They got more tape on him, and yeah, that's usually what happens when when guys second year, third year into the league, they start you know having a little dip because all the pitchers. Got more film on them, and they can figure them out. So that's usually how that goes. Hopefully, Royce well, can play He better. Better be able to. <laughs> Either Please. of y'all got anything else, Twins or MLB-related, you want to talk about or go over. Otherwise, I do think I know what time it is now. Time for Bust to Lose. All right. Spinny. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'll just do it again. <laughs> just want a little repeat quick, you know, you know, hobby. All right, Spinny. You're down by seven. I need two points to get to 150. I think it's over right here, bro. You're not getting two points. All right. We'll That's see. That's how bad you are at trivia. One of you two ask first. I'll go first. And I think this has probably been asked. I don't know if it's been asked, but which pro sports team is the longest playoff drought? In the pro which what? Which which pro? Which of the four professional uh, leagues? Who has like the longest playoff drought? And I can give you a sport if you guys, because it is easy. The easy question. 
Sport or a city I could give you. Ooh. No, it's I don't think we should do city. That'd almost be too easy. No, it is easy, so. Give, give us a sport. Give I'll a give sport. you a football. Hmm. That kind of helps you if I said city. Yeah. <laughs> football, really? The long since the Kings, the Kings are the, obviously had the the longest King, one. Yeah. Five. No, no. Four. Three. Two. One. Lions. Yeah, I was gonna say Lions, but I feel like that's not it. Detroit Lions is my final answer. New York Jets have the longest. Really? Way yeah, out, that makes sense. out of all four sports. Yep. That's hilarious. If I were to give you New York, what would you guys have said? <laughs> I would have said I would have said the Jets over the Giants. The Sabres are the next in Buffalo. And so they got the next two. Huh. Interesting. Me, bus? Yep. Okay. For any player left in the league or in the NBA playoffs right now, any player left in the NBA playoffs, so three teams worth of players. Who has the most three-point attempts per game? One individual player. Yep. Okay, I have an answer. I got an answer, too. I'm going to say Jamal Murray. I'm going to say Jason Tatum. It is Jason Tatum. God. Them Celtics, man, they love to get their three-pointers up. All right, y'all. If you don't get this question, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive an hour, 20 minutes, and slap both of you guys. That's All good. right. That's not good on purpose. <laughs> We'd love to see you. In the MLB right now, who is the current leader in ERA? Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray. Correct. Him and Alex Cobb pitched the other night, and the over-under was, like, eight for runs. And I was, like, I went to the game, and I was, like, oh, I hope this is done in, like, less than two hours. But it ended up being, like, two hours, 45 minutes. So they didn't they didn't show it like I thought they were going to. Cobb is top five in ERA as well. So, All right, Forbes. All right. Forbes, medium. What is the record for the most overtimes in an NBA game? The game was played between the Indianapolis Olympians and the Rochester Royals in 1951. Indianapolis Olympians? And I'll give you guys a hint. Two of the overtimes, nobody scored. Okay. What? <laughs> I got That's number. crazy. Uh, five? Don't steal my number like that. All right. Well, I'm going to say six then. It is six. <laughs> it was set, it was 60, 65 to 65 at the end of regulation, and the game was 75 to 73. Two of the overtime. Second OT and fourth overtime, they didn't score. So there's no shot clock, so I'm sure they just, like, waited for the final shot. Yeah. How, how boring. That's terrible, NBA. That's unreal. Wow, that's two points for me. It is two points, too. Is Buss still at one? Buss is still at one. You taking the lead? I am at one, yes. Oh. Okay. Best NBA playoffs again. Best playoff free throw percentage above four and a half free throw attempts per game. No game limit. Team does not have to be left in the playoffs. Classic. Classic spinning question there. I... Four and a half free throw attempts per game. I got my answer. It's probably someone who literally played like, it's probably like, this is not my answer, but it's probably Kawhi who only played two games and he shot nine total free throws and went nine for nine. It's probably. If that is, Spinny is, I'm going to give him a nookie or something. Okay, well, you said he doesn't have to be playing, so I feel like you're trying to say that he's not playing. But. I know this man has an elite percentage from the free throw line right now in the playoffs. 
Jamal Murray is my answer. Ooh, I'm gonna say I was gonna say Jimmy Butler. Is that what you're saying? I think so. Jam- Jamal's over ninety percent. The answer is Desmond Bain. Ninety-three percent. Why did you even make a trivia question with his name? Desmond Bain, guy. Such a dumb question. Sorry. Such a dumb question, Sorry. right? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> so now it's mine or it's Fetty's? No, it's Fetty's. Not my turn. All right. Two one one. I got lost. Two one zero. You don't have. Any I didn't get an easy one. <laughs> no, you did. You got my Sonny Gray question. Yeah, you did. Oh. Two one one. Oh, no, three one one. Three one one. I thought Sorry. I was getting. Myself I thought points. I was getting skunked. Yeah, I should have just stuck with that. Yeah, I actually spent only at two points actually. Uh-huh. All right, my medium question: Joe Ryan currently right now is on pace for the best win-loss percentage in Twins history. Couldn't tell you what it is. I didn't write it down. Who is currently number one? Who has the best win-loss percentage pitching Twins history? In one it. season? I got my one answer. season. The year Johan won the Cy Young, he was like 19 and six. He wasn't even it wasn't even that good of a win-loss percentage. But that's who I want to say. But I think I'm gonna go back even further and we're gonna go i'm going bird fly 11 so am i <laughs> come on i thought you were gonna go johan it's bert it's gotta be bert and wrong it is 2020 kenta maeda what? i don't think he even lost a game that year or he only that? lost one i think minimum maybe. starts uh, I never said minimum. All I said, oh, said was best. If you look it up, Kenta pops up as number one. So you gotta say no game minimum. Golly. Why? No, it's he's trying to trick us. No, I'm he not was, trying to trick you. in twenty twenty. Got it off. I got it off baseball. In twenty twenty, baseball reference does not lie. He was six and one. I guess six yeah. He pitched, he pitched like eleven games. All right. Was up, he was up for Cy Young? Yeah. All right. My hard question. There are 15 players in the NFL Hall of Fame that went undrafted. Only one is a QB. Who is the QB? I actually have no idea, honestly. Do we get like a low key hit, like something not not too good, but just something? Just what like, about the what about the classic lifetime in our lifetime or not hint? Or is that too easy? That's too easy? He played in our he played in our lifetime. Okay, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Made the Hall of Fame. Oh my gosh. Wow, this is a I can't believe I don't know this. This is, this is I great. thought for sure you were gonna know this, cute. See, I thought this one was maybe asked already, this but No, I don't definitely remember this ever being asked. Uh all right. I got an answer. I'm a little sus on it, but well, it's got to be – calm me down whenever. I think I have an answer. Three, two, um, one. And do you want me to say mine first? Randall Cunningham. Did he make the haul? He might have. Mine is Kurt Warner. Oh, yeah. That's Was he undrafted? It is – Betty Bus, you get yeah, it right. Yeah, Kurt Warner, yeah. only undrafted QB. As soon as you said it, I was like, damn, that's right. Is Randall in the hall? I don't know if Randall's in the hall or not. I don't think so. I don't know if Randall's undrafted either. Honestly. Yeah, I just, yeah. I had to think of some random QB from our yeah. lifetime. So Kurt I respect Warner. that. Well, I was like, okay, well, it has to be a guy who's like one or something, you know. Uh, if he's undrafted, he probably doesn't have ridiculous stats to back up you the resume. Four? Are you up four to three? Come I on. do have four, which means I'm the winner to 150. Let's go. 
You got it on a hard question, so I respect it. It gives it, it gives it more val validation, val validity, validity. There's the word I'm looking for. There you go. Okay, right. I've asked this question before, but uh, really, we're gonna ask it again. Yeah, current number one player in men's tennis. Who is current number one? <laughs> you did ask this question. I still don't remember. <laughs> I know. Oh, I keep getting you on it. Good. That's not good. I don't know. John Center. John Center. I like the guess. It's um, I think it's not one of the top those three or four guys, Rafael or Roger no, Novak. This or... dude This dude is definitely like he's younger than twenty four, I'd say. Like his this is a young ass dude. John Center. And since he's young as hell, I have no idea. I will just throw in your man's Rafael Nadal. As my answer. This man's is from the same country as my man's. Yeah, yeah. He's so he's okay. What's his, his name, name is Carlos Alcaraz. There it is. He just took back over the number one. And he and he is super young, right? Yeah, I I think he's twenty. He's yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yep, super young. All right, number I'm one. I'm writing that name down. You will never get me on that ever. Again. I never get you on it. It's not going to become the who's Brendan's guy that we missed like four times. Bartolo. Yeah, it's the new Bartolo. Carlos Alcaraz is the new Bartolo. Dude just slides in a Bartolo question every time, and we still don't get it. Uh, All right, this one actually, you guys probably won't get it. You could. I do feel like this might even be easier than my medium question, though. Other than Lakers versus Celtics, what's the most common NBA Finals matchup? Lakers-Celtics played 12 times in the Finals. Um, this next matchup has appeared six times only, which is second most. So Lakers-Celtics is double second place? Yeah. God, this is tough. I'm trying to think of a hint I could give you guys, but oh, I think I know actually. Yeah, yeah, I think I do. We're gonna see. I'll say maybe maybe this might be a decent hint. They have faced each other in the finals in our lifetime. Warbrook <laughs> just looks at Skinny. All right. Lakers Sixers. That was my number two guess was Lakers Sixers. My first guess is gonna be Celtics Warriors. Last year's finals matchup. One of you got it correct. Let's go. It's Connor Forbrook, Lakers 76ers. Oh, the two I was picking with well, that, I remember the oh, I remember the uh the Ty Lu step over from AI yeah. and I was like, oh let's go. That was that was in our lifetime. Yep. You know what that means now, Spinny? You you're gonna have to come up with a trivia question here. Something super easy. We have a tie. Forbrook and I both have four. Wait, what do you have? You don't have four? No. He has three. three. Oh, shit. Yeah. Come back. All right. We're sliding off screen here, so I'm going to talk loud. Hopefully you can hear me. First person to say rat. Uh, that's how you're going to buzz is by saying the word rat. All right. Um, all right. We got a good one coming up here. Fill the space with something. Do, 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 oh, that's do. how you're going to build this <laughs> Nice. Yeah, the classic trivia music. What are you eating for dinner tonight? You know what? I have not thought of that yet. That's tough. I got, I got my oh. question. Okay, yeah, what is it? My question is, I'm going to start with a little hint so you'll have time to think. Per UFC.com, who is the number one ranked pound for pound fighter right now? Rat. All right. John Jones. It is John Jones. Really? 
Yeah. John Jones, Volk, Mahakov, Leon, Izzy. Top five. Let's go. Orbrook is the winner. Come on, boss. You have to wrap us better than that. You guys didn't get my easy question, but you, one of you got my medium and one of you got my hard. Yeah. I, I did say to you that I thought they were all medium, but yeah. your easy yeah, your easy question was pretty hard. But <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess I'll take the L. But I really got that dub because Spinny lost in the race to 150. So we love that. Just wait. We'll have a little surprise. I don't think we've announced the punishment on here yet, Spinny. Have we? No, we will. We're gonna make them but, wait. Yeah, y'all will. Y'all will see next week. Yep. All right. Warbrook up to a whopping 26 points in trivia. Well rat. done. That's why we said the word rat. Who's is that put me third all time or I fourth? Well, you're third, you're third all time, including us two. You're first for guests. Let's go. You were ready first coming into today, but all right, y'all. Let's talk about the NBA while we close out episode 59. Uh spinny. I'll let you decide here. Should we talk about your Celtics first or last? What do you want to start we with? We can here? talk about my don't let us win one Celtics first. Let's do it then. Yeah. Yeah. So they went up 3-0. They let us Hope. win one. Hope looked lost, and then the Heat let them win one. Hope's pretty what? scary. Hope's a scary drug, people. What are we thinking here? Spinny, it. this is your squad, man. Um, Let's hear what you think about the rest of the series. I, if I is there a, any chance? If there is, if I can get a guaranteed two Marcus Smart controlled timeouts per fourth quarter, I think their chances <laughs> at least double. Per fourth yeah. quarter, I think. Yeah. I think you're asking for a yeah. little too much here. Okay, what two per game? Can I get two per game? Two Marcus Smart yes. control huddles per game. I okay. like that. Okay, because if we can get that, then I have a little more faith. What do you think, Forbes? Um, see, I think the Celtics have the, the team that could come back from a 3-0 lead against this Miami Heat team. But Eric Spolstra is coaching for the Heat, and I don't think he'll let them lose four in a row. So I, I there's a little magic happened. I don't know. They, the Celtics are just probably going to miss a bunch of threes in one of the next two games and go down, and that's yeah. probably how their season's going to end. Yeah. Oh. Let's, let's actually hear the position. We Joel. are 30 minutes from game time here. Let's hear the prediction before this game starts. Who's winning tonight? A Celtics standing the series or the Heat NBA Finals bound tonight? Celtics are not losing th- all three home games in a series. I just don't see it. That's a good point. They sneak one out tonight, and we go back to Miami, and game six is probably where they lose. I I think the Miami Heat to close it out tonight. I think Jimmy's gonna go into Boston and do what he's done all postseason and be the dog that he is, and he's gonna take down the. It's the Celtics' funeral tonight. You were you're you were really in, engaged with laughing Jimmy. You thought la- laughing Jimmy was I was important, huh? I wish Jimmy Butler. Did you say that last night? Oh, I I sent I sent Spinny a bunch of laughing. Uh, laughing jimmy emojis and i i are gifts and i no yeah jimmy is a dog and the celtics don't have anybody to match that and they're going down to that that's hilarious we're getting that's hilarious you said that because this morning on the al travis show i brought that up too i was like i don't know jimmy butler started laughing and last time he did that he calls out the 76ers immediately so or not 76ers the knicks sorry yeah um I'm gonna predict a little Jalen Brown game tonight. I think it's about tonight. time. I think it's about time. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm feeling the vibes. Last time I predicted that he went off, so we're just giving him good juju. What game was mo- that? Little motivation. Oh, that was last playoffs. Last. Yeah, playoffs. I was gonna say I don't, I don't remember yeah, that. Last happening. playoffs one year ago, first NBA playoffs on hard-headed sports. I said that, and then he went off the next game. So we're gonna try it again, Jalen Brown. Try to speaking it into existence. He's watching right now. No, he's not. It's not even out yet. But he's thinking about it in his mind. He knows me. I want to predict it. Did you guys see that Gabe Vincent is out? Yes. Yes, Gabe Vincent's out. That that means Kyle Lowry's probably starting. 
And Duncan's going to get some more minutes. If they don't punt Duncan Robinson tonight, I swear I would fire Joe Mazzula at halftime. Even if they go into that stupid zone, put him on – put Tatum on Robinson's side of the zone and have him drive the whole time. Like, I just don't get it. If they don't hunt Duncan Robinson with Gabe Vincent out, I'm going to be ticked. They definitely don't do it enough, that's for sure. No! On the other side of things, Spinny, what about this hunting Derek White and they're just still yeah, – yeah, they won in game four. It's cool. But from the tip, they still just let it happen. They didn't try to change anything. They didn't try to stick their matchups. They switched it immediately, and Jimmy Butler hunted Derek White all game. Yes, I would, it didn't matter as much as the first three games, but what are you thinking about that? I don't know. They got to change yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, Derek White can't guard Jimmy Butler. Like, it's a terrible matchup for the type of player and type of defender that he is. He just can't do it. So He you, just you babies gotta, him every time. Yeah. But they, I, I still want to see more doubling of Jimmy Butler. The one time we saw it, I've seen it a couple times in the series. It's worked out in Boston's favor. He threw that turnover for last game. Um, really good job that they have done so far with that, especially when with Vincent out, like you're not as worried about the heat shooting theoretically. I mean, apparently uh, Struess and Caleb Martin are Clay Thompson and Steph Curry now in this series, but usually you're not. You could you could go to more of a situation like that where you're just doubling Jimmy on the catch against Derek White. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't been doing that as often either. That definitely stood out to me. Even when I was watching game four, I was like, so you're just inviting the switch. You're letting it happen. And then you're not going to give the man any help? <laughs> How many times does Jimmy Butler have to score on Derek White? Especially in the paint. Like, can we bring one of the bigs in the paint? Yeah. The paint? And, like, it's just like, yeah, ridiculous. Uh, That's crazy, man. Yeah, but I, I'm – I agree with Forbrook. I just want to say this one more time. The odds of Spolstra and Jimmy losing four in a row, I just don't see it from the mentality that those guys have, like in likelihood. It's just too much preparation, too much knowledge, too much study. And their guys are just playing good. Like, yeah. Caleb Martin is just ball. He's, he's playing like a, a veteran. Like, Literally. I, I don't understand how Miami keeps, or keeps getting these guys and figuring it out, but props to them because in a league where everyone's going for like stars and Miami con- continues just to find guys that fit that mold. And yeah. I, hats off to them. And Boston hasn't played defense since or before email left. We're looking at the same defenseless Brad Stevens issues we saw with Boston before. It's the same thing. It better, should not be happening. No, better defenders than they had back then, but the same issues. It's just engagement, yeah. all that type of stuff. Rotations. A lot, a lot of it's team defense. Rotations aren't really there. Uh, there's always usually the primary rotation is there. They're good at uh, picking up the initial drive, but every secondary rotation is definitely lacking for the Celtics. Uh, I had that written down, so I was glad you brought that up. Um, Jason Tatum, another thing I want to bring up about this series, finally had a good fourth quarter in game four. Um, going into game four, he had 11 total points in the fourth quarter in three games. Only one rebound and three assists. Those are his total stats in fourth quarters heading into game four on 0% shooting. He didn't make a single bucket going into game four in the fourth quarter, only free throws. Spinny, what what do you got to make of this, man? Like last year, I got his numbers last year, he averaged four points, one rebound, one assist in the fourth quarter in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like what? What's going on, man? Like this. This guy is—he's one of the most clutch players in the league. He's one of the most skilled players in the league. Why is he disappearing in the fourth quarter? They've always had engagement issues. Brown and Tatum, both of them, in-game engagement issues, and that's—that's. That's, I still see it. And the only person—I hate to go back to this. So, I, like, so what? Like, do you mean like they're just not—they're not recognizing the mismatch they have and attacking it, or what? Like. On they the don't have – yes, that's part of it. Just the dog mentality, the Jimmy Butler thing, making the right play. For Jalen Brown, sometimes it's the inability to dribble. <laughs> like, what are yeah. we doing? Uh, way too much ISO stuff going on at times. Yeah, way it's too just much. like, can we run a play? Can we get some um, action going on here? <laughs> or more off-ball action? It's like there's just not – it's just standing around half the time. And – 
Missoula said it after game three. I didn't get these guys ready to play. That's what I see. I see that too. And Stevens couldn't get them ready to play on the level that they needed to either to win the championship. The only person, and that's what I'm saying I hate going back to, but the only person that I've seen be able to do it is Ime. And maybe there's somebody else, Another there's obviously other coaches that can do it, but Missoula's not the guy. I feel like I've got a good, a decent college coach against the best coach in the NBA in the series. That's what I feel like. So, Missoula, did he save his job by not getting swept? Or is he still out of here? Or what? Like, what do you think? I think if they win this game, he potentially saved his job. So you think they lose tonight? He's still out. I don't know. I think it's 50-50 if he loses tonight. I don't I know. I do kind of like the the idea of maybe just bringing in a some better assistance, because um, like he's just he's thirty four years old. He's clearly unexperienced. Like, I don't know. Like, yes, he's been a bad coach, but like, how much better? can you become as a coach just from literally experience? Like I guarantee next season, you'd be a 10 times better coach. Yeah. This is the NBA though. And we want results like ASAP. And it's, it's kind of clear just like with decision makings in game that he's a little in over his head. Um, I think if a better option presents itself, I don't know. I don't think it really matters how many games they, they win. If they still lose the series, I think the Celtics might go in that direction just because of how <laughs> disastrous this series has gone just in terms of um, some of the coaching decisions. So I, I don't know. I, I could just as well see him back next year as, as leaving, I guess it's, and I don't really know who the option is. It's not Monty Williams. It's not Nick nurse. Well, so I was going to say who, who would be the option then? Like, cause you would imagine, you know, obviously they could get eliminated tonight, but you'd imagine Nick nurse probably going to get hired before the Celtics would fire Missoula. Right. Yeah. So, like, what options are even out there, really? Like, I don't know. Budenholzer, which... Don't want... I'd rather... Like, yeah, are you going to really take Budenholzer, another guy who makes zero in-game... Damon Stoudemire, question mark? Guy that was an assistant on the Seas last year, head of Missoula, is now an assistant with... Oh, man. I'm going to choke. I don't remember. I don't remember where he went. now a head assistant somewhere. So, yeah, I don't know. That could be an option. That's something that comes to mind right away. Kenny Atkinson is that not? Is that is that the thing? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's tough. It's definitely tough. What else you guys got? Or should we jump to the West, where it's all said and done? Nuggets swept the Lakers, as we all know. They're all pretty good games, though. All all games were interesting. Uh, Nuggets able to pull out all four of them, though. What do you guys think about this series? One thing that really stood out to me was the play of Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. What a freaking duo. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we had, what, 27, 14, and 12 average on damn near 50, 40, 90 split for Jokic. And Jamal Murray became the first player in conference finals history to average above 30 on 50, 40, 90 split. Just unreal. Like, unreal. Yeah, no, I think Joker definitely cemented himself as the best player in the league after this series. And, I mean, for most basketball fans, Thank it, you. it was pretty clear Thank that you. he probably was yeah, that, that top guy. He, he just needed the playoff resume to, to kind of go with it. And I think Jamal Murray definitely cemented himself as at least a top 20, like, playoff player. I mean, he – it used to be the bubble Murray comments, but, I mean, he is the real deal when it comes to the playoffs. He is the real deal, and he, he makes a lot of shots when it's – in clutch time and him and him and joker they just got that two-man game that it is it's fun to watch and they're super efficient yeah i i can't remember who said this but credit to them and sorry i forget things uh jamal it's not bubble murray it's healthy murray healthy jamal murray Facts. the top 20 player i i yeah i just there's a lot of good guards in the league so it's you know he he even has the potential to be higher but I think when the man's healthy and the way Jokic and him work together just looks really, really pretty. Jamal Murray, playoff stats. He's played 48 games, 25, 6, and 5 average on 48, 41, 91 shooting splits. That's unreal. He's doing that, and Jokic is averaging 27, 12, and 7 in his career in the playoffs in 63 games. So, yeah, that duo is just – is unreal and yeah i mean 
you could say what you want about uh, the regular season, but it definitely seems like Jamal Murray has method himself as a top 20 player in the league, honestly. And shout out Michael Porter, too. I mean, you might almost have to call that yeah. a trio at some point because he is, I mean, offensively, he is just as good as, I mean, not just as good as those guys, but he's, he, on some nights he is. And his defense is actually, like, pretty solid now, and they can actually count on him. It used to be it used to be a little liability. But, good point. I mean, He's a he's a quality defender now. I mean, he's he's six ten too, so he he helps tremendously on the defense of that now. He's the guy that takes the worst shots ever in the gym, and sometimes you're like, bro, what the heck are you doing? But then most of the time, he makes like fifty percent of them, forty yeah. percent of them, where it's just like, okay, I mean, I guess you can just take all your shots contested and just be fine. But that's just Bill just- Bill Simmons this week on his on his podcast. He brought that up that exact point of all these difficult shots that Michael Porter's taking. He's like, it kind of reminds me of Clay Thompson coming off these screens, getting the handoff and just instantly turning and shooting at the hoop. Like it's exactly what Clay did in his prime as well. And like Connor said, he's 6'10". So blocking a shot is you know, not going to happen most of the time. And, with, and playing with Joker, I mean, he's always going to get, he's going to get open looks he's and just playing with those guys. I mean, he's just going to get open shots regardless. Yeah. Honestly, I wish they had a different coach, and I'd like him a lot more. Mr. Michael Malone, really. You're not a Mike Malone guy? Oh, he drives me. Why? It's just whiny. Like, stop being so freaking whiny, man. Like the why? Why is it the media talking about us? That stuff? Yeah, and it's just like I'd much rather have the Spolster approach, like, or the Jimmy approach. Like, we don't freaking care. Like, who cares? Like, no freaking. But it's like they care. It seems like he cares so much about their rep, their rep, and like their media perception. It's like, buddy, just freaking win. Like, yeah, like he, he comes why. into the pre- comes in the presser, and literally the first thing he does is whine. Like you're 100 right. Like instantly calls out the media, and it's like I heard I it was on ESPN. I can't remember who it said, but they made the point simply the point of like, what do you expect? You're still playing. We can still talk about you. Like, we're going to talk about the Lakers right now. Their season's done. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's that point, too. And also, you're flyover country, man. Like, we get it in Minnesota with all our teams. You're in Denver, Colorado. No one cares about you guys. I'm sorry. Like, the media is going to talk about L.A., New York. That's how it is in every single sport. This is nothing new. You're going to get Denver in the comments. They're going to be all the Denver people that listen to Hard Headed are going to be hating yeah. on Jack after this. I one. like Denver. I like Colorado, but that's <laughs> like Denver. It's bring a the, nice place. Bring the the classic walk back. Oh, get the, classic get the walk clip. Back. Clip it. But t- tell me I'm wrong. I like, like Denver. Denver's great. It is, but tell me I'm yeah. wrong. We're talking about the media. They ain't going to talk about <laughs> Denver. Ooh, let's talk oh, about the Denver Nuggets man. who have never made an NBA Finals until this year. Like, all, on, I heard, all I heard from that whole conversation is Bus hates Denver. Bus. I'm sorry, Denver people. I love you, but Bus does hate you, so you can take it out on him. And I'm here for you. I'm here for you, Denver fans. Apologize. Yeah. Apologize. I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to apologize. Because they probably, they probably support Mike Malone's statements. Michael Malone, please. He prefers Michael Malone, not Mike. Has he actually said that? Oh, yeah, all the time he says that. Oh, yeah, actually, I do remember that now. Like, one of the sideline reporters, like, Coach Mike Malone. And, yeah, that's the first thing he's like, call me Michael. Oh, That just tells me what kind of guy he is right there. The whininess, the the that, it's just – But I still like him. Are they going to win no matter what? So, no matter the winner, the Nuggets going to win. No. I think they are. They're really heavy favorites, and I think that he could beat them the way that really? they're playing. They're, it does seem like they're getting a little hurt, but I still would pick Denver. But you're gonna you're gonna look at this Jimmy Butler led team and be like, yeah. no, they can't win. I I'm sure they would love for you to say that to true, them. True, true. And if Boston comes back from three zero, all bets are off too. I feel like, like, like I don't if, know. I I just I still don't yes. think so. I think it's over. Oh, it's not over. Like if I they put get, any money I have on Nuggets, if they come back from three zero and we're free. Like it's just I don't know. I, at that point, well then, 
they're also was, coming into the NBA Finals with four or five days rest compared to a gazillion oh, for the Nuggets. Denver's winning game one and game two at Denver. I feel like that's one of the best. Do they have? The Celtics have a better record than them, though. I think, you, I think Spolstra, I think you guys are – I think he's been there before. He Not for a long time, but he's been there before. The team's been there before, a lot of them. And I, I wouldn't – I like the the veteran leadership of Jimmy, and I like that Spolster led squad a little bit. I don't know something about him this year. It just seems like they're a little Cinderella story ish. You're right, Boston. It's just Boston does have a better record, so games one. Yeah, two so it'd be in Boston. Boston. That's an interesting if what? twist. If Boston, wins. if Boston, if Boston wins the next final. three games, yeah. stop. <laughs> I don't know. We're just we're just trying to speak. It we're just throwing hypotheticals out there. Yeah. Are we, is it, you're talking about Boston hosting. What are we talking about? They could. They could be hosting game one of the NBA Finals. They when would that be? Three in a row. Sunday? Mm. No, game week. one's not till Friday. Next week? Next week. So we got eight days till the finals. Yeah. But if we have two more games after this, so game six will be Saturday Stop. and game seven Monday. Stop. Then you only got three days. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jack, I'm going to send you a picture of Spinny on the couch. Tonight when he's just <laughs> Will they lose it? Yeah. Celtics are down by 20. Jimmy Butler is laughing at the Boston uh, crowd. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Jimmy has taken advantage of smaller matchups, all playoffs, right? Like we see it with Derek White. That's not happening with the Denver Nuggets. He's Why? being guarded. Do a switch and get Jamal Murray on him and do the same. Because, because they're not like their guards that would switch on to him aren't little boys like Derek White. Like they're not going to just Murray's let a little boy. What are you talking about? Jamal. Okay. Unless they like try to like hunt that out. I don't think that's really going to work. Jamal Murray and Derek White are the same build. Exactly. No, I'm saying they're not going to get Jamal switched on to him. So the Nuggets are going to do a better job of keeping Jamal. Yes. Okay. They'll have KCP, Bruce Brown, Aaron Gordon, even like guys with length and built. Like I don't know, I just I don't see. It. And then you got the combo that we already talked about of um, the playoff combo of Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. Like that's like a lock for sixty points a night. Yeah, I mean this is the stuff. Jimmy and Eric are just playing this stuff in their locker room 24 7. It's just on repeat. I know they are. All the sports, time. Episode 59 yeah. on repeat. It's just every, every, literally every single like sports media person in the whole country, every single one, they just play it on a loop, on this big loop all the time. Is it, aren't the Nuggets doing the same thing though? We're not talked about ever. No one respects us. Like they have a chip on their shoulder. You can't tell me they don't. True. Just not quite as big of a one. I don't know. I think you guys have a little, a little too much faith in literally the best. This is if they make the finals, they would have had the worst odds to win the NBA finals out of any team in NBA history to make finals. Yeah, I'm just saying you got to get like you can't count out Jimmy and Spolstra. You can't. I think you got to throw some of that out the window from what we've seen. They're obviously not the same team we've seen in the regular season. So, and Spolstra's out coaching Michael Malone too. So maybe. It might no. not make it might not make a difference though. Maybe not. <laughs> Michael Malone hasn't been to the finals. Spolster's been to a five hundred of them. You have the best player in the world, and then also one of the best playoff performers in the world, and Jamal Murray. Plus, with all this other talent they have, they're just too deep. They're actually like in the playoffs at least decent on defense. They're not going to get. They're not going to expose the Nuggets like they did the Celtics. Heat tonight and not Heat game one. Heat are taking game one, too. Ooh, in Denver? In Denver. They've taken game one of every series. They're taking, they're taking it again, all on the road. That'd be crazy. Um, So, Bus hates the city of Denver, but is in love with the Denver Nuggets in this series. <laughs> Just wanted to let everyone know what's going on. Uh, anything else to add about the NBA, or should we uh, should we get the peeps out of here, get the Hardys and Hardos on with their night and watch the I just want to say, Austin Reeves – is that man. He is a stud. 20 plus points in all four of the games against the Nuggets. He is that guy. If he you don't believe it by now. Years, 100 mil. Yep. He's that guy. But so not for I've the been saying it all year. Not. No, not with the Lakers. Even he though they said they'll match it. Do, do be terrible next year after doing this, but like we've seen with so many guys that are good in the playoffs one year and then never get that good again. So who knows? Uh, 
Connor, you got an impromptu Q&A? I have an I, I do, actually I have one. one. I do have one. Yeah, let's hear them both. Forbes, you go first. I just got an easy one. What's your guys' drink of choice? Like, like liquor, alcohol? Li- liquor included. Ooh. Liquor preferred. Like, I just want to hear yeah. your your liquor drink of choice. Mine is a uh, vodka pineapple juice. Ooh. I think you I know what mine is. I, I I think it's changed recently to this. Like, it, whiskey sours were my thing for a while, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a margarita, honestly. Right. That's, you that's do. kind of my thing. You love margaritas. I do love margaritas. <laughs> on the rocks. Man. On the rocks. Mm-hmm. On the rocks. Always. What what flavor? This might it might be mine too, but I'm gonna differentiate by flavor here. Strawberry. Or, or you just love all margaritas. I just love a plain margarita on the rocks. Like you actually mix it Strawberry. with margarita ingredients and that type of thing. A Brady Regan one. Yeah, Brady Regan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say strawberry margarita would be mine. That's a good choice, boss. Yeah, boss, that choice sucks. <laughs> What's your Q&A? This guy. My Q&A. Bold prediction for the NBA offseason. Just just give me one off the top of your head. What's something that you think might happen, actually, this summer? Jalen Brown to the Blazers for the third pick and whatever else needs to be included. Yep, yep, yep. Ooh, that's hot. okay. I'm gonna say Damian Lillard to the Sixers for Maxi and Harris combo plus picks. No, I'm changing my mind. No, no. Not Lillard, we're saying Beal. Beal to the Sixers. I can see that. Beal to the Sixers. For sure. I can definitely see that. I got one more. Anthony Davis gets traded. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know where, but I feel like that's my, that's Damn. my. Also, that's Kyrie stays one. in Dallas. I think that that might not be too out of a take, but I think Kyrie actually stays. I think I think he totally went to those games in LA, straight as leverage, hundred percent. Trying to he's back. like, yeah, he's Those like, I'm here, but... I'm coming to the Lakers if you guys don't pay me, yeah. so pay me. Yeah, that's definitely what that was. My bold take. The Wolves go. are staying put. Cat will not be traded. Rudy will not be traded. We're running it back with the exact same squad. I don't think that's bold. That's worst case scenario, though. It's not bold. But I don't want it. You don't think that's bold with literally all the take, all the stuff we've seen about cat trades rumors? I mean, that's all that's been on Twitter. Is it as it been? If Cat gets traded, Cat for the third pick, like Cat for Jalen Brown, like all this stuff's been floating around everywhere. I don't know. I feel like Cat's value isn't that high, as high as it could be. So I don't, I don't think I would trade him. But if he gets traded, that would be crazy. I'd be here for it a little. Oh yeah, yeah. As long as we, uh, you know, get a decent return. Good value, exactly. Yeah. All right, Harry's and Ardos, go watch the seas come back. And get halfway on their full 3-0 comeback tonight. They're gonna watch me. Forbes, I'm actually gonna be sending a picture of Forbes sad on the couch <laughs> no. tonight when the C's get this fat dub and Jalen Brown drops 38. 38. 38. 38. All right. Be be on lookout on Twitter. We'll post the spinny crying on the couch tonight after they lose. <laughs> all right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.